Hey everyone, this is Dan Koch, one of your Citrus County Schools technology coaches for the district. And you are listening to the CCSB Innovates podcast. So I don't know if you caught the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, but I watch them every time that they come out. And I don't know what that says about me, but um, regardless, this next release, instead of getting a number like an iOS 12, uh, succeeded iOS 11 and iOS 10 before that, um, Apple completely changed the naming nomenclature and now they're just calling it iPad OS. I think they're probably still going to stick the 13 after it. So the mouthful will be iPad OS 13, but for right now, I'm probably just gonna call it iPad OS. And there's a couple different things that are different about it. Um, for the one hand, I think Apple is really looking at the iPad as kind of a workhorse and they see a lot of school districts that are adopting it as part of their one-to-one -one and using it for real work, not just making iMovies and uh, things like that, but doing actual real word processing and um, more uh, workhorsey type things than you would probably assume the iPad is, is or could be used for. But I just wanted to kind of break down a couple of different things that I found interesting that I'm really excited about in our space, in our educational setting, and for the kids to get their hands on these different updates to the OS, which is now iPad OS, and a lot of the cool things they'll be able to do now with the new changes. So one of the things that I noticed that's kind of kind of got buried underneath a lot of the other announcements was that there's going to be mouse support for the iPad. And you can actually plug it directly in. It's a USB mouse, and any USB mouse will, will work. I'm not sure if a wireless one will work, if you can plug in a wireless adapter uh, through the lightning port, but I guess I'll try it if I can. Uh, but it is accessed through, it's an accessibility setting, so you'll go through settings and you'll enable it through accessibility. And I looked at a couple of videos that were posted on Twitter afterward and it looks like it works fine. You can move the mouse around, it, it, it will kind of take the place of your finger for tapping. I assume clicking will just do the work the same way that it does on a on a computer. So that's pretty cool for people that prefer a mouse or maybe an accessibility thing for a student. Um, so I think that's pretty great. Another thing is uh, that it has advanced text editing features. So I know that there's a lot of people that complain about the iPad not having a keyboard attached or that really is kind of the basis for a lot of the arguments that, hey, students need a computer like a laptop in order to type properly. Um, but there's a lot of advanced, I think, maybe even better ways to type on, a, on a, an iPad that we have. So, for instance, what Apple noticed was a lot of people were not struggling, but I think wanted improvements to their text editing. So they added a lot more gestures to word processing. So, for instance, if you want to take a piece of text and copy it, you just take three fingers and you pinch it. And then if you want to paste it somewhere, you just take those same three fingers and then you drop it down like you're spreading out um, an image or something, but use the three of those fingers and it'll like drop that text. So if you take three fingers also and swipe to the left, that's going to undo the last action that you did. You can also pick the cursor up and just drop, drop it where you want now with your finger, like a long press and move it around. Um, you can drag your finger over text to quickly select a block of it. You can double tap on it to select a word, triple tap to select a sentence, and then four, I guess, quadruple tap on a paragraph to select the whole paragraph. Um, you can pinch to shrink the quick type keyboard and then move that keyboard. There's like a picture in picture around. And the really cool thing that I saw was there's swipe typing on it. So what you can do is if you have, if you're holding the iPad with one hand and you do use your thumb to type, which a lot of our students do that, um, 
on their phones, you can swipe the letters without removing your thumb and it will, will type for you. So you can do almost like text typing on there. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, I'm just saying it's available. Another big update that I like, it seems like a small one, but they've made the Safari browser. It's now the same uh, desktop experience as you would get on like a Mac. So it's not the iOS version, it is the full Mac version of Safari. So a lot of what you can do on Safari on a Mac is different. Like you can have your favorites right on the toolbar. You can do a little bit more with a split screen and things like that. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. And then the last big thing that I really thought was cool was you can do split screen view on your iPad. You can have two apps open at once already, but with iPad OS, you can have two instances of the same application which is huge. So if you think about a student that is working on a Google Doc and then they want to open up another Google Doc, they couldn't really do that. They'd have to kind of swap back and forth between like a Safari version of them logged into Google Docs and then the actual app version. Nope, now you can have two instances of the same app working in tandem side by side. So in previous years, September has been the month that Apple rolls out its new software to the public to coincide usually with the launch of the new iPhones that they have coming out. So. I would probably approximate that iPad OS will probably hit uh, around September. And then, you know, of course, we have to go through some of the vetting before we roll it out to all the devices in our district. So expect it sometime around, I'd say, probably October. So that's going to do it for this episode of the CCSB Innovates podcast. Technology is what you make of it, so go make something good.